Undiscovered Planet podcast, hosted by Davo Sims and Mixta Party. Under. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Undiscovered Planet with me, Damo, and the fantastic Nexta Party. Here he is. Oh, yes, I'm in the mood for a boogie. <laughs> yes, he certainly is in the mood for a boogie. Uh, and how, 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 how are you doing, my mate? What have you been up to? What have you been yeah. up to? Oh, well, what have you been up to? You always ask me that, so I'm going to ask you that. What have you been up to, Damo? Right, um... I've been quite busy today. My message has gone away to, to Blackpool uh, with the sun. And so I've kind yeah. of like, I've been busy cleaning the house, getting things nice, feeding the dogs, feeding the cats, getting everything set up. Uh, and now I've just chilled out for the night for this. And then I'm just going to lay on the bed, feet up and, and watch a movie. Like, you know, probably a movie that I wouldn't get away with with the missus, like a horror movie, because she doesn't like them. But just sitting, <laughs> sitting she doesn't like them. So I'll, I'll just sit and, and, and watch okay. something like that. And um, yeah, that's, that's me sorted for the day, mate. What, what about you, though? Okay, what are you doing to, okay. What are you doing today? Okay, before we move on to me, Damo, I want you to answer yes or no. Does okay. it include a weighted blanket? Tonight, yes! Thank you. Yes, Ladies will. and gentlemen, Yes. Oh, yeah. superb stuff. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Yeah. Oh. That's the one. <laughs> Damo's got his way. I still can't wait to get one, Damo. The... Do you know what I'm going to be doing then? I'm going to be searching for weighted blankets. Are you? Because I really do. Yes, I am. I think I've been missing out. I've been, been missing out big time. You I... have been missing out big I, time, I would... mate. I, yeah, and I, I need a weighted blanket. Only because I haven't got anybody to hug me. So that's the reason. I haven't got an R button. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, move on. Move, move on, on. Move on. Move on. Yes. Uh, ra- 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 rave on. Uh, right then. I'm. I'm. Uh, oh. <laughs> remember them. I'm still. I'm still trying to. Work. I do. I do. I'm still rave on. Rave on. Rave on. Come on down below. That's how it goes, isn't it? Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, what okay. I think. I think we should do for start off, like we always do. Shall we go around the world and get some weird world news? Let's do this, Damon. Let's do it. Let's do it, mate. Here we go. Here is the news. Fernando Laurent was playing video games at home uh, after work last November when he was first heard of reporting of his own death. The Dublin-based engineer and recreational sports player got a call from his boss who was wondering how a dead man could have been at work earlier on that day in the office. It turns out that his former team, uh, Ballybrack FC, had had difficulties in rec- recruiting new players, and so he decided to fabricate news of his passing to postpone any upcoming games. The tactics worked a little bit too well, with support pouring in on social media and a local newspaper even publishing his obituary. Uh, turned out all right for him, though, because he actually got um, a, a, a deal with an Irish gambling company from it, so that's first bit of news there and uh, let's go over to Canada now so this is uh, the last Canadian charged with witchcraft 
Tiffany Butch became the final person to be charged under the Canadian anti-witchcraft law only December of last year. Just days before the regulations were taken off the books, Butch, who considers herself a psychic, stands accused of accepting payments in exchange for using her spiritual powers to protect a client from danger. Butch says that she is innocent and predicts winning her case. Well, she should know, shouldn't she? Being a fortune teller. So think of that then, mate. Right, very interesting. Well, the first one I find to be far more intriguing than the latter. I tell you why, because it reminds me of the, the you know that that couple with the canoe. Oh, and where, where they? Yeah, not seen it, mate. Not seen it, but I've heard about it. Where he oh, faked his death okay. to you or something. Well, over here in the UK, we have a little thing called ITVX, and I do believe it is on the ITVX platform. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And what a silly thing to do. So anybody who's, who's considering doing that, listening to the show, no, 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 no. I'm not having yeah. it. it it's, it's, it's not good because, yeah. you know, for example, Damo, I'm just, I'm not saying you would ever do that, and I know you wouldn't do no. that. But if you hypothetically, if you did do that, you know, I would fear, I think I would feel so hurt knowing or thinking that you were dead when clearly you're flipping doing yeah. the river dance. Yeah, no, you know what mate, I mean, or a bit, a bit of line dancing on a Friday night. Absolutely agree with Gosh. you there. But the slight difference is they, the, he didn't say he died. The football team told everybody else in the league that he died so that they didn't have to play any more future games to buy the time <laughs> to get new players. He didn't know that. He, he found oh, out. He found right. out after Got he had you. a phone call from his boss who said, I, 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 Terrible. How, how have you been in work today? And he's like, what, what do you mean? I've been, I've been in work today. What, what's the problem? Well, social media, they're, just, they're saying that you're dead. The local paper are posting things about you. There's an obituary online. And he's like, what the hell? So he finds out it's his ex-football team he used to play for, was struggling for new yeah, players, but that's, so that, they lied. All that is out of his control. Yeah, he didn't fake it. it. It's totally they out of his, his control. Death. Yeah, they faked his death. But he got a deal out of it, apparently. Some, uh, wow, Irish. disgusting. <laughs> Brilliant. Could only happen in Ireland, couldn't it? Well, 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 good luck to him. Good luck to yeah. him. But, yeah. yeah, it's not the way forward. You know, I don't, no. I don't condone that. No, don't no, no. Don't condone that behaviour. No. So don't you think about doing it, Damo. I'm not. No, promise. I promise you. I promise you I won't. All right. But after today's show, after today's show, you, I think we're yeah. all going to be um, think a little bit more about life and death because okay. I'm going to take you quite close to a dark place tonight. In fact, we're going to go right into the dark place. We're going to wander oh, wow. uh, not just into the corridor, but we're going to wander straight into the depths of the darkness and keep going to the point where we can't see in front of us because we're going into a dark, dark. Oh, very interesting. Okay. Very interesting. Okay. So I'm very nice. Okay. That, listen, yeah, that, I'm that's fine. <laughs> We're going to the dark place shortly. Okay. But you mentioned the, the football team. Yes. Crazy, crazy goings on. Uh -huh. What about this psychic? You know, just, just remind me what you said. Yeah. So there's a lady uh, last year in December. It was the last person to be uh, found guilty under uh, kind of anti-witchcraft laws in Canada. And uh, she she basically took payment, as most psychics and mediums and that lot do. I know some don't. Um, and I'll be honest with you, mate, awful lot of them I don't believe. 
an awful lot of them, I don't yeah. believe. Uh, and it's all showmanship. But again, that's that's another show. That's another show. Um, yeah. But this, the, she took payment um, in exchange for using uh, spiritual powers to protect somebody. Um, and basically, she got she got done just before they bought uh, the the abolished the, these kind of laws. Um, and obviously, she she predicted that she's going to win. But again, she would, wouldn't she? So, but yeah. So even now, December of last year. People were getting charged with uh, witchcraft laws in Canada. My goodness me. Well, Toronto is where my granddad is uh, from. Oh, right. Okay. Well, was from, bless him. Yeah. Uh, pa- pa- passed away now many, many, many years. Um, I've never been to uh, Canada. Uh, it's somewhere I would like to go. Um, but I've just Googled it, as I always do, yeah. Damo. Um, because as, you know, maybe... You're, you're brand new. Thank you so much for choosing to, to listen to the Undiscovered Planet podcast. Very, very kind of you to stop by. Um, but Damo keeps me in the dark, and literally, when he talks about something, if I feel the urge, I head to Google, and that's what exactly what I've done. And whether this is is, is the correct article or not, she is accused of defrauding a client sixty thousand Canadian dollars. Ah, they didn't mention that in this article I've got. Right. <laughs> so that changes it slightly. <laughs> well, but, well yeah. this is... Yeah. She, the, the first... Right, yeah. So basically it says... Um, it, 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 the title is Canada's Last Witch Trials. Women uh, women accused of fake witch... witch uh, can't talk again. <laughs> Witchcraft. Have, has somebody put a spell on me? <laughs> probably, yeah. Probably um, Tiffany Butch. Yeah, yeah. Probably is. Yeah. Absolutely. I think yeah. I think Josh sent me this article, by the way, so that would answer an awful lot. Oh, it would be him, wouldn't it? It would be him. Is he um, he's tonight? Down, you know, actually, he, well, he's, he's not in the actual studio. Com- well, he is. He's here. He's in the building, but he's not in the studio. Right, okay. I think he's downstairs ma- making a uh, hot chocolate. Making a mess, probably. But, but I don't I don't allow liquids in in the studio <laughs> demo, so, you not know. Not with Josh it's around. Just the, it's the rules. Yeah. Not with Josh around. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, we have a yeah. meal. I, I got mine bought in. Hey, but cheers, Emma. Just a cup of tea. It's got on the side there. Oh, oh. So, hello, so, Emma. She says hi. Hello. Okay, she just, she just put all the paperwork down on the side here for me. Um, right, I think we're ready to get into the show, mate. I'm going to play. Uh, do you know what? I, th- I, I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to actually agree with you. I'm going to agree with you. <laughs> Let's do this. Right. I'm going to play you a tune now, and this might set the scene for the rest of the show for you. Okay. Crikey. Now you might uh, you might know this tune, mm. tubular bells. I do. By tubular bells. Field, yes. Now, oh, in the Michael, late... Michael. <laughs> Not is, is it Michael? Mike Oldfield. Yes, Mike Oldfield. I thought you were on about Mike Myers. Then, as in like kind of Halloween. I was like, no, <laughs> this is the Exorcist, <laughs> mate. This is the Exorcist. Of course it is. Right. Okay. I know. But let's get into where the Exorcist came from, because we all know that the book was written by uh, William Blatty. I think his name was. I'm trying to check my notes here. Um, but it actually came from uh, a real story. 
So this was in the late 1940s. Uh, a 13-year-old boy known by the pseudonym Roland Doe, his name never really came out, started experiencing strange right. phenomena, including objects moving on their own, furniture shaking and unexplained noises. His family, hearing that he might be possessed by evil spirits, sought uh, help from the local Lutheran and the uh, Catholic uh, clergy. Now, Roland was despondent over the loss of his auntie he was really really close to called aunt harriet and harriet was a spiritualist who taught him many things including how to use a ouija board in the early okay. uh, in early january 1949 shortly after harriet's death roland began to experience strange things he had scratching sounds coming from the floors and walls water started dripping unexpectedly from pipes and walls, and most that's probably a plumbing problem, actually. Uh, most trouble uh, of all was that his mattress used to suddenly shake and move. So, this priest performed a series of exorcism rituals on Rolando, but they reportedly had limited success in curbing the disturbances. Eventually, the family sought the assistance of Father William Bowden, who I think went on to actually write a book called Exorcism, which is where the story came from. A Catholic yeah. priest and pastor. Now, with the permission of the Archbishop, Father Bowden performed a series of exorcisms on Roland Doe over several weeks. And during the exorcisms, Roland allegedly displayed bizarre behaviour, including speaking in languages that he didn't know, exhibiting uh, avarice to... Uh, sorry, he became adverse to religious objects. Um, the exorcisms... Process was said to be physically and emotionally demanding for both Roland and the priest who were all involved. Now, after a lengthy ordeal, the exorcisms reportedly ceased, and the disturbances, however detailed as the case, a shrouded a mystery, it started to subside and and obviously filtered away. Now, William Peter Blatty, like I say, wrote the nineteen seventy one novel The Exorcist, took that from this the story, the story here. But there's something a lot of people don't know, is that. Mm. That story is also, there was two things that linked him up. There was that story, and there was also the story of some nuns who, okay. all, who all got possessed at the same time. Wow. Now, this was, this was the other story that, that Blatty heard of when he came up with the idea to write this book, The Exorcist. Now, this is back, yeah. back in 1632. Uh, there were some Ursula nuns in Loudon, which is in France, uh, who claimed to be possessed by yeah. demons. The situation attracted a lot of attention and a trial was conducted. Now, basically, the, the story, I was going to actually read the story out. I'm going to be completely honest with you and completely honest with the listeners. The problem is... They were all French names, and I couldn't say them. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't say them, so I thought... Uh, oh, I'll please, do... Damo. No. Come on, have you got it to hand? Have you got mate, it to hand? Mate, Come on. I'm, I'm, I was struggling with Loudon because it doesn't... It isn't even... I've had to, I had to put in Google how to say Loudon <laughs> because it looks like it says Ladium. Um, so... <laughs> It's Loudon. Um, I can say... <laughs> okay. I can say the name of the priest. It was God is... Uh, sorry. <laughs> Urbain yeah. Grandier. Ur Urbain Grandier. Um, now he was okay. he was the main no, focal they, point. Sorry, go on. Yeah, I was going to say they weren't Benedictine nuns, were they? No, no, no. No. Okay, move I'm, on. Move not right seen, on. I'm not seeing the word Benedictine anywhere in this, mate. So, okay. so long story short, I've been looking at some videos today and that lot of, 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 of this particular case. Now, what was really crazy was these these nuns. They were all at this covent. Um, 
all became possessed like at the same time. And what, what they say by, by possessed, I'm going to be very careful with my words here, but they all started mm. acting very strange and doing very bizarre things, including an awful lot of things that were very unnun-like, very lewd <laughs> things. They started requesting okay. requesting certain activities that they liked to get involved with certain men with. So it, it, it became like they were all, I suppose they were all, Orny nuns, you know, kind of. They were really sounds like my kind of party. They, they were, they yes, were, it does. They were, they were really going for it. Really. <laughs> Did you get that? Oh, there we go. Hello. So yeah, um, and, and basically, um, but there was some serious stuff as well. They, they were displaying um, immense physical yeah. strength, where they could throw things around. They were speaking in languages that they didn't understand. Um, they kept saying the, this this uh, this urbane grandier, this urbane grandier. They kept mentioning this name over and over again. It was this priest. Now this priest had caused yeah. a lot of problems himself because he'd kind of come into the, the religion he was in, which which was uh, the, uh, it was a, a Catholic uh, religion, sorry, Ursuline religion. Um, and he, he kind of got slightly different viewpoints. He was apparently quite a charismatic, good-looking bloke who, rumour had it, was fond of the women, okay? Um, right, okay. So he spent a lot of time with ladies of the night, um, or just ladies who were out at night. I'm not casting aspersions on him or his family. Um, but these nuns, basically became possessed by uh, th- th- this idea that they would took over. Um, things got that bad, and I don't think they can get much worse than this, but Grandier himself was eventually took in, trial for witchcraft and sorcery, and despite his process of innocence, obviously, wow. he was found guilty yeah. and sentenced to death, where he was tortured and ultimately was burnt to, uh, to death at the stake in 1634. Uh, and the trial Blimey. and execution became a symbol of, uh, of the abuse of power of religious and political manipulation. Of, and, and basically, they put it down to mass hysteria. Yeah. That's what they put it down to, it was mass hysteria. Um, people of today do. Just wanted to get your kind of viewpoints on on them two things, first of all. So, have you seen The Exorcist? I have. What What do you think? I know there's a new one just come out now. I think it's called The Exorcist Believing or something. But what do you think of the original one with, um, you know, uh, I'm trying to remember the, the lady's name now who starred in it. Linda Blair, isn't it? Linda Blair, I, I think her name is. Yeah, she's a little girl. Well, you're asking me what, what do I think of the, the actual... The storyline, or the, the, or 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 as an artistic piece. Well, I think I think the, I think we need to know both. So, first of all, the story itself. Do you think there's any weight to it? And what do you think of the film itself? Do you think that depicted I, things that I could do happen? think? I do think as a film, whatever happened was over exaggerated, majorly, um, for the motion picture. I really do, but having said that, I've I've experienced things myself, and I've 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 been to people's homes that, not to that extent, I've got to say, not to that extent of, of what happened to that little girl, um, but things were happening, and it, it's it's absolutely crazy. So I'm here, I'm sitting here with you now, Damo. I'm saying, yeah, yeah, that's that's all very well. That <sighs> story has been has been told, but they've put huge huge exaggerations in yeah no I, I i agree i mean i don't think anyone's head's going to spin round i don't think they're going to throw green um 
vomit up. I tell you what is interesting. Did, did you hear the stories which were real that priests were waiting outside the churches when it first came out, um, telling people not to go in and watch it because it was evil? I don't know if you hear these stories. I did, I've n- never heard that. No, yeah, the, never. The, I've, I've heard the stories of people going like, running out the cinema. Yeah, there was there was priests in America. I think it was in America mainly, which <laughs> isn't surprising. Hello, American <laughs> listeners. Hello um, to the United <laughs> States of America. They know the crazy. Um, but these guys, the priests, were standing outside and, and applauding people. Please do not go inside. You know, do not go inside. Do not go. I can remember being told this as a kid, but I know that doing research recently, it was true that they were doing that. Now, what is really interesting is that, that William Blatty, who wrote the book, actually said that he wrote the book and, and thought the film would put people off the evil side of life and force them towards religion. He thought what? it was the opposite way around. Yeah, that's what he claimed. But obviously, uh, the, the, the church didn't see what it that way. Well, yeah, no. apparently he's trying to scare people back to, that's what he claimed, trying to scare people back to religion. Well, you think, though, back in the day, Damo, even to some extent, well, I suppose sometimes people might think it's quite mild to today's standards, but back in the day, it was very, very controversial, wasn't it? Extremely. Well, well, the exorcism. Yeah, extremely. Very, very, yeah. I mean, the, these... these, was, these... It, wasn't it rated, uh, am I correct in saying it was, was it rated R? I, I think it's, for its intense sense yeah. of possession. Yeah, well, these, these, if, without going into the the, the full vulgar, uh, vulgarity of it, not forgetting just for the initial part, is that it, at the time in the late seventies, it was quite a bad thing. Like we were talking about on, on last week's show, it was quite a bad thing to speak mm. out against the church and about and against God. Well, some of the things that, yeah, that obviously get said, Absolutely. especially by this young girl who's doing things to herself with a cross while she's screaming obscenities at. Jesus and God and everything, um, it it was like oh. kind of it was really bad blasphemy, um, and and like mm. you say, it was yeah. it was quite graphic as well. It, again, considering that particular scene, I, you must know what I'm on about with the cross and yeah. um, and, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. fact that she's meant to be like I think a nine year old girl or something. It was seen as yeah. really really bad. That you know, you, you, I think even today people would have been shocked if you put that on a film. Of course they would. No, yeah. absolutely. I, I it's, it's I mean I don't think. Anyone would get away with that today. <laughs> they no. don't. No, they, they, they probably know? wouldn't. And and it, and it kind of. I feel a little bit sorry for Linda Blair who starred as uh, Reagan in the, the 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 film because she's kind of been typecast from that. Because I think other than that, and they did a comedy thing called Repossession. Um, she played a character in that again. She's not really done any other work because she was just seen as this this girl. I know she had a lot of psychological problems from the film. Um, from being in it because it really? well, let's think about wow. it. It's, it's going to mess your head up, uh, and I know that she yeah. she um, th- there's a scene in it as well where I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but there's there's quite more movement in a certain part of, of the film, um, and she's kind of attached to something while that movement's going on. Apparently, her body got bruised ridiculously where she was shook all over the place, and she used to have constant oh, bruising and pain and that lot from it. So, yeah, it was oh. um, again you wouldn't get away with that nowadays. They probably get done. Like, no, you certainly cruelty. wouldn't. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's not good. It's um, crazy, isn't it? When, actually, when we're talking about it, you know, reality. Then you get. I, I just got this like clicking moment where bloody hell, you're right there. <laughs> if we were to make a remake, yeah, yeah, and, and, and try and 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 make it as as close to the original as possible, we just 
No. No, you wouldn't, no, it's, oh, you wouldn't get away, you wouldn't get no away with some, definitely that scene with the cross, there's no way they'd let you put their NFL Oh, God, on. no, absolutely not. They, no. they just wouldn't. Um, and, and there was there was another scene as well, you know, what was, was kind of, some versions had it in, some versions didn't. I don't know which one you saw, but there's this, this, this spider crawl scene, have you seen that one? I don't, it's not, Where it's, she, it's she, not. She, she comes down the stairs. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, yes, doing sorry, a crab walk, yes, yes. And she runs yes. down the stairs backwards. Now, to me, that's terrifying. That scene where she runs yeah. down the stairs, doing like this kind of gymnastic arch, uh, you know, oh. with, with, the, with the belly up, and she's running down head first down the stairs. That, to me, is like, whoever came up with that has got a messed up head. Fantastic, yeah. Really messed <laughs> up Fantastic. Head. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Let's have more of fun, that. Fun. Fantastic messed yeah. up head. But did you know that the there was a another actress that actually dubbed her uh, Regan's voice because it was very very raspy. Am I right in thinking it was it was it was an adult who did the voice? Am I right in saying that? I believe possibly. Yeah. Um, let me just have a little. I'm gonna have a little. Just I'm gonna have a Google. Okay. Yeah, it was. I'm right. sure. I have not checked myself, but I think it was a, a woman I've did got, the voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so L- Linda Blair's performance as the possessed Regan included disturbing vocalizations and dialogue. Now, her voice was dubbed by Mercedes Muck Cambridge, who was known for her deep and raspy voice. And this was to achieve a more unsettling effect. Wow. I know, I know we said all this. Like, go on. Go on. No, you, you go. You go. I was, I was just, just going to say, we say all these things, but the more I think about it now, and I'm not seeing it for a while, it's a brilliant mm. film, though, went it? It is a really good film. Oh, it is. No, no, it is. It is. I mean, if you... I mean, uh, there's so many people out there that have, that have seen the, you know, the film. The Exorcist, and I think it has. It would have made some sort of impact on each first person's life. I really do. Yeah, you never forget you've seen it, do you? Once you've seen it, no, you know you've seen right. The Exorcist. Yeah, 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 yeah for definite. I might watch it tonight. <laughs> I'm not because I'm on my own, so I won't be watching it on my own tonight, mate. Oh, what a shame, Demo. There's no, there's no chance, but. I do have some other bits and bobs I want to kind of ping across at you now, and uh, I'd be interested in uh, in getting your views on these. So here's a couple of surprises okay. for you. So one of the surprises okay. that I've got is um, another story. Okay. Let me close my mic because I want I want to give you the opportunity to. I really really want to listen. So okay. I'm not going to say nothing. Okay. I'm going to close my mic and just tell me when you're finished. Okay, Demo. Okay. I'm going to play a little bit of a snippy first, and then I'll get into the story. What does that do to the whole system of law if a a person can walk in and say, the devil made me do it? In the name of Jesus, Jesus repels you. Leave this child alone. It's on your forehead. Yes, Number, you are not strong. You're weak. You're, you're weak. Ryan. Jesus loves this boy. This is, this is child. Wake him up. Do something. 
He won't get out of it right now, Ma. He told me there ain't even two nothing now. Well, what do you think you've been doing all this time? the father and the son and the it's whole spirit. Amen. Amen. You got to hold him down. He told me to. Hold him on the ground. Get it. Mommy's here. Mommy's here. Come on. Wake up. Come on. Get up. Come on. Let's go. Right. Now, not believe it or not, that audio there is actual audio from the genuine real case of David Glatzel. Now, I don't know if the name David Glatzel means anything to you right now. No. But you probably heard right at the beginning of the audio the phrase, I don't know if anybody can use the, execu- the, the excuse that the devil made me do it. Because this is the real case behind the uh, Conjuring film, um, The Devil Made Me Do It. Now, I have not looked into this before, but I started to look into it. So this, buckle up, this is the story of David Glatzel. So in 1980, a Connecticut family, the Glatzels, went to clean up a rental unit that they purchased a house. Um, Their 11-year-old son, David, saw uh, when he was there the spirit of an old man. And the spirit became very physical towards him and actually pushed him the first time that he saw him. David reported this to his family. His family got really upset with him, saying that he was making things up. But David reported back to the family that the spirit had actually told the family that if they did move into this house, he vowed that he would hurt them. Ignoring him and ignoring what the spirit had apparently said, not believing what David was telling them, the family moved in. So David continues to see this old man, and sometimes uh, as a demonic beast he would see him that, that spoke Latin. Uh, the family soon observed David acting strangely. The, the 11-year-old would begin to have seizures on the floor, experience bizarre injuries. He would growl and hiss, and he would talk about passages from the Bible. Uh, the family matriarch, was uh, the mother was called Judy, uh, described his son as a, a tormented uh, by a man with big black eyes, a thin face with animal features and jagged teeth, pointed ears, horns and hooves. The family called the Catholic Church and asked them for an exorcism to be carried out on the boy, but the Catholic Church declined to intervene. So the family resorted to the next best thing. They contacted real-life paranormal investigators, which most people have heard of, which is Ed and Lorraine Warren, who've now obviously both passed away. But they also lived in Connecticut at the time. So the Warrens went round and observed uh, David apparently levitating. Um, he got beaten by invisible hands. They could see bruising appearing on him. Um, Ed Warren said that uh, not only was the boy demonically possessed, but he claims that this boy was possessed by, are you ready for this? 43 demonic spirits were attached to him, according to the Warrens. 
Now, the family uh, got an exorcism uh, needed to be performed, and so they found a Catholic priest eventually willing to do the exorcism. Um, it says but there are some debates over whether this was done or not as, as a news thing, but according to the, the, the Warrens, this is what happened, and according to the Glatzel family, it did. In the end, three exorcisms were performed. Now, at one point, one of the, the children the Glatzel children called Debbie, felt so unsafe that she asked for a 19-year-old boyfriend, someone called Arnie Johnson, to move into the family home um, to be there to kind of be present at the, the exorcism so she felt more protected with her around. Johnson um, actually did the opposite. So what he started to do was he started to antagonise the spirit. There was these spirits that were inside David um, and, and goading him and challenging him to do the same to him, to asking him to go into him then and do the same to him. That turned out to be a very costly mistake in his life. Because um, one of the things you should never do, according to Ed Warren, is um, you never do is if you... Never do that sort of thing. Never call on demons or entities to, to attack you or, or challenge them. Um, basically, what happened after that was that um, Arnie got got done for killing um, a, 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 another guy. He stabbed him five times and killed him. Uh, and he was found, uh, his name was Bono, the guy he killed. Uh, he went off wandering into the, the, the woods and that lot. The police found him. He claimed, Arnie did, Arnie Johnson, that he had no memory of doing it whatsoever. Um, now, while the Washington Post had the story of his son's demonic possession and subsequent murder of a daughter's boss, who was the, the, the person who got stabbed, um, the world has been controlled by the devil, she said. Look at the drugs, the prostitution, the gambling and the violence. The devil is in the charge of all of it. Now, keep in mind, this is in the 80s, so this was like the height of the satanic panic kind of thing that they had. The Warrens also claimed that Arnie Johnson was possessed by the devil himself uh, after he taunted the demon of, uh, that David had inside him. Eventually, this became his defence for murder, and this is the first case in US history where demonic possession was used as a defence tactic, uh, historically known as the Devil Made Me Do It case. Now, the judge was not having any of it, obviously, and so, however, uh, the defence strategy was not allowed to, to, to be used due to lack of evidence. Uh, he did actually get sent down to prison. Now, uh, he actually got sent down with diminished responsibility. So he, he got uh, five years for manslaughter and uh, he did get released and eventually married uh, Debbie. But that's the true story, which is quite quite crazy when you hear the audio as well of what went on and you realise a family a family lived there. You know, you, you're not going to tell... you know what? L listening to that audio, Damo, and it it's sort of like... It put a different perspective... I mean, I love I, I love listening to your stories. I'm not going to lie, but listening to that audio to accompany what you've just said, yeah, yeah, it had it's to go powerful in. Stuff. It had to go in, and that, and that's the point. I mean, sometimes mm. if we're talking yeah. about stuff, no matter how passionate we are, and we, and we we present it however we want, unless you've got if you've got something audible like that, it's brilliant for for people listening. To it. I'm, I'm hoping that people are listening right now have sat up in the chairs and thought, "Hang on a minute, that." 
That's mm. crazy. Yeah. I have put links in the show notes, by the way, so they will be there for people to click on. You can Google it yourself. It's all this stuff. It's it, This is... A, I'm, I'm saying real. It's it's the audio that was presented from the Warrens. So this came from the actual exorcism. And there's lots of information out there. You can look at lots of things. Some of the things I would employ probably not going to follow because there's some quite dark stuff there as well, which... I actually turned a couple of these kind of um, audios of, of real demonic possessions. I turned a few off because the really? voice, yeah, the voices. I just wasn't comfortable listening to them. You know, you know, when you're thinking, I'm listening wow. to something that's fake or I'm listening to something real. It was like that there, that audio right. that I could manage because it was on quite briefly. The the, the, the times yeah. when you hear the boy talking, yeah. And that. Um, but some yeah. of the stuff was like long conversations. There's actually a record as well. I need to find this. Uh, I've got the details somewhere, and I will put it in the show notes, I promise you. But there's a record which you can get, and you can get it on Amazon. I will put the Amazon link on in case anybody's crazy enough to buy it. And it's full <laughs> of um, excerpts of exorcisms. So it's basically like voices of, uh, oh. of uh, audios of exorcisms throughout the years as well. We're not talking about just recently. Really? I think wow. it's even got things okay. like Alistair Crowley's on there talking and that lot. So oh my, it's got, my yeah. Mate. It's got lots of things on, but Gosh. um, you know, we kind of give full circle. Well, but- I, I, well, again, I got I, I I literally just went to Google, and uh, wow, I mean that I didn't realize that Ed he was a self-taught demonologist, taught himself. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he taught himself, and you know, what better way to teach yourself than actually. You know, doing it on an actual. Well, the, the, the oh, Warrens. I can't, I can't. I can't. No, it's it's too much. Yeah, you got into it. You started getting down the oval. Oh, some crazy things, man. Some crazy. And oh, again, dear, that, I know we say this all the time, but that's that's another. We should do one just on the Warrens because the the, the cases that they got involved in. People didn't realize that they, they they got involved in like they got this case here. Uh, you got things like the uh, the Amateur Horror. Did you know that they came over and investigated um, Enfield? Enfield, Yeah. So so absolutely, they, they were all over the world doing all these investigations, and a lot of the stuff. There's some great videos out there as well, which we will definitely do on another show. Um, of, of actually people being interacted with by poltergeists and spirits that they they presented. They've actually got a museum. Um, they've got all that stuff there, including the original Annabelle doll, which doesn't look anything mm. like Annabelle on the films. Um, and, and basically, they've got all these audio, all these videos, all these things that are there. We should definitely do an episode on on the Warrens because that they deserve it. They were the the legend. No, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And you know this. Uh, demo, but m- most people that, that that listen to the show probably have no idea. Now, I'm based in a studio in 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 Northamptonshire, whilst Demo is all the way up in Stoke on Trent. Now, the owners of this studio used to live next to the Enfield Poltergeist House years ago. So, I am going to do my utmost to get. The lady, hopefully, I might have to pre-record it, Damo. She's a very shy lady. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah. Um, but but if we can get her on, you know, that would be absolutely superb. But listen, Damo, can I just change the because I I feel a bit. I want to lighten the mood, okay. so to speak. Sorry for Is bringing right? it down. <laughs> Do you mind, Damo? Do you mind? It's I- time for Stepani's supernatural quiz. 
game holder. How will he do? Five questions, Damo. Are you ready? I am ready. You better be ready. Are you steady? If you get a correct answer, Damo, you'll hear this sound. Are you ready? Oh, correct answer. If you get a incorrect answer, Damo, you'll hear this sound. Mm-mm. That's the wrong answer, Damo. Fingers crossed we don't have to play that, all right? Our fingers now, we've got, a, we've got a mixture. We've got a mixture, but I know time is pressing. All right, Joss. I'm not going to... No, I'm not, no, I'm going to do it after. For the, this, what is this? The fourth show. I'm not going to... I'm so sorry, Damo. I do apologise. Right. You've got 15 seconds to give me the correct answer, okay? Okay. I will tell you when to go. Okay. All right, when to start answering. Okay, Damon, question number one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Which mythical creature is said to be a shapeshifter and often depicted as a seductive nocturnal being? I'll give you a clue. It's not a hedgehog. Time starts now. You're quite attractive, though. I would put this down as... I'm trying to think of what the names are. Attractive. Nocturnal. (laughs) That's the wrong answer, Damo. A, li- a little bit, o- a little bit over fifteen seconds, mate, there, Damo. Yeah, mate, there was but the actual. Fun. Come on, are you serious? Are you being serial? Do you not know that answer? I, Which I, mythical the, creature lots. is said to be a shapeshifter and often depicted as a seductive nocturnal being? Me, it's a vampire. It's a vampire. A vampire. Unbelievable. Oh, man, I was, I was thinking, do you know why, mate? I, I actually, I gendered it. I was looking for a woman. Okay. That's what it was. I was thinking, no, I'm looking for a woman. I'm not. I'm happy. But I was I was looking for a woman <laughs> as in like a woman creature. And, and, and my brain didn't go to that. Sorry about that, guys. That's one down. Sorry. Never mind. Okay. Moving on to question two. Then Come on, Damien. Let's pull it out. Pull, pull it out of the park. Let's do this. All right. Come on. I'm rooting for you. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Josh. In folklore, a banshee is known as a harbinger of death and is often associated with which country's mythology? 15 seconds on the clock. Right, this one, I'm going to go with Ireland and Scotland. Oh, correct answer. Thank you. Yay! Do you know what? Well done. Thank you. Well done. Yeah, because it is a Celtic Irish. Thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a Celtic I am thing. very proud of you. Very, very proud of you. Thank you. Okay, moving on to question number three. According to a legend, a doppelganger is a supernatural duplicate or lookalike of a person, often considered an omen of bad luck or impending doom. What does the term doppelganger originally mean? In German, 15 seconds on the clock, please. It's got to, it's got to be. What is it with, with, with Germans and, and... I'm going to go with double person. Oh, okay, double person. <laughs> That's the wrong answer, Damo. <laughs> what, <does it> <laughs> what a shame. So close! 
So it, it means twin stranger. Twin stranger. Yeah, because of course Germans, uh, Poltergeist is German for noisy That's spirits. Absolutely. So yeah, I, noisy, I, yeah, no, noisy yeah, spirit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. I'm learning though. I might okay. be losing. I'm oh, losing, well but I'm done. No, you're you, you, you're taking away good things from from this course, and that's 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 the main thing. Okay, question number four, Jamie. Are you ready for this? It is: How did Area Fifty One gain public interest? Fifteen seconds on the clock, please. Oh, this this has got to be um, late sixties. The what? Roswell crash. It's got to be. You saying the Roswell crash? It's got to be. Is that your final answer? It's final. Okay, well, let me just read. Uh, we'll find out. We'll find out. Area 51 gained significant public attention after becoming the subject of numerous conspiracy theories and speculations about extraterrestrial activity and unidentified flying objects. Object, object, object. You're making weird to begin. Oh, hold on for me. That's the wrong answer. It's okay. That was for me. That was for me. These rumours were fueled by its secretive nature and the restricted airspace surrounding the facility. So, doesn't mention Roswell. So I'm going to, I'm going to play by the rules here. I'm going to play by the rules. Mm-mm. That's the wrong answer, Damo. I do apologise, Damo. You know, if it's my way, if it was my way, I'd give you that. I'd I give know, you it, mate. I know, I know. Okay, well, this is very fitting, then. Number qu- question number five. The final question. Come on, Damo. Okay. Please. Okay. Concentrate. Yeah. Concentrate. If Emma, if Emma's there with you, then I'll let her help you. Okay. On this last question. All right. Thank you. Okay. Can you name a film that made the crew working on that film feel scared due to various eerie occurrences that happened on set? 15 seconds on the clock now. Well, I can tell you there's a number of them. One for definite was the Poltergeist film. They had the curse of the Poltergeist film. Keep going. That's not the, the one I'm after. The, Keep going. The Exorcist, the same thing. Keep what? going. Another 15 seconds on the clock, I'm going to give you this. Come on. The Omen. The Omen trilogies. Keep going. Keep going. I'm going to go with... (laughs) Oh, Bambi. I don't know. Mm-mm. That's the wrong answer, Damo. <laughs> Damo, the only uh, uh, I know what you're saying is fact, yeah, but the answer that Josh gave me and is on my screen right now is The Conjuring 2013. Really? During the production, yes, during the production of the film, several crew members reported experiencing unusual and unsettling events. Lights would flicker, doors would close by themselves, and some crew members claimed to have seen shadowy figures. Or felt a general sense of unease. A bit like us going down the pub, isn't it? Yeah, that's what we feel. The occurrences exactly. led to a sense of discomfort and exactly. fear of the crew. That's exactly how we feel. Contributing to the, <laughs> to the film's <laughs> reputation as a partially eerie production. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Damo, I'm not impressed, mate. You need to really come on. Come on. I've got a sharp I've got a sharp me knowledge of Hunter. 
Really and I do apologise. I I don't know. I'm going to have to play this back. I mean, if I said it, I said it. I do apologise. But 15 seconds on the cock. I think I said that. I when do apologise. Obviously, obviously, I meant on the clock. I don't know one of the questions. For, ooh, <laughs> pin, barn. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, uh, 15 seconds on the big Willy Wonka. <laughs> Hey, steady on, steady on. Right, okay. Um, I have actually got uh, another have level you? treat for you as well. So um, I want to play this because um, a couple of weeks ago we talked about yeah. a particular case and I actually said to you, oh, if we've got a chance to get that audio, I'd like to play it because it's interesting. So I'm going to go on uh, and talk about the events that happened at the Enfield Poltergeist with Janda. Uh, okay. Now, if people have not seen this before, I mean, obviously people might know, might not know, Downfield Poltergeist was uh, quite a large case that that, that that happened in Enfield in London. Um, it involved uh, a lot of press around it. The uh, Society for Cycle Research got involved. Maurice Gross got involved. He was from there. Yeah. Guy Line Playfair. Books have come from it. I think the film, one of the country films, was based around that as well. Um, but there's actually audio and video of janet being um interviewed where this this spirit uh, this voice which is very similar to what we were saying about being you know possessed she wasn't took over but the spirit allegedly spoke through and now i've got a couple of snippets here of of janet being interviewed and bill the, the voice speaking through janet the voice of bill just remember this girl is a very very young girl about nine years old you tell me if this sounds like a nine-year-old responding. I want you to tell me whether you remember what happened to you when you died. Just before you died and just after you died. That wasn't Janet at the end, by the way. Oh, <laughs> was that crazy you? is that? That, was so, that I, I, couldn't, I couldn't hold it any longer. Uh, <laughs> no, but that, that, um, that's crazy, isn't it? it very crazy. Do you know what I've got to say, Damo? Some of that audio, I, I believe, is the very first time I've heard that. I've never heard Janet screeching like that before. I've yeah. heard the, 
Bill, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm saying Janet, but she was adamant. It's 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 a chap called Bill who yeah. who, who dies died in the house. Um, I know from you know past research, I suppose that they even brought in a tranquilloquist. They did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, he brought a ventriloquist in as well. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to hold my headphones up and go, Damo. Well, I think, I think you've, had, you've had Come too on, many. Talking. I George, think... unbelievable, yeah? Unbelievable. Right, see you later. Josh! God's sake. <laughs> oh. I think you've what had too I many. What did I say? What did I say? What did you say? <laughs> Not ventriloquist, I'll tell you that. <laughs> that is not a cheermate moment oh, for me. I think someone's had too many gottles of gears. That's what it is. Trump, Trump, what did I say? Trump Villaquist. I, I wouldn't like to search that on the internet either. <laughs> Trump what? Oh, gosh. Never mind. Never mind. But yeah, they brought a ventriloquist in, and I don't know. But, they said but they couldn't see, do it. Yeah, they did say that, but. My, I think my beef with, with with this story is, you know, the way we see things now, to how people back in the sixties, seventies saw things very, very different, very different, and obviously now we've got the technology to to back things up and 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 to assist us with investigations. You've got to really, I mean, all credit to them for 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 what they did. And Morris, I think, is I say is because I I I think he's just wonderful. He's a legend in my eyes. Yeah, he really is. Um, but I don't know, Damo. It's again, you've put me on the spot. It's one of those things, isn't it? Where if we were there to to witness these things and and see and feel and hear. All these reports, we would be in a different, different mindset. Obviously, we weren't there, and I don't know. I mean, hang on, hold it a second. Oh, hold oh, it oh, a second. Oh, hold there, hold, oh, hold there, a cotton pepper moment. Are you, are you, hang on, are you saying to me that you now think that because we, we've kind of we've come further forward with technology and everything, you look back on that and go, they were kind of hoodwinked. And, and we can see now through that. Are you saying you don't think that any of that was real? No. Part, some of it, I think they were playing up. Yeah, absolutely. Fact. I do. I really, really do. Do you think Janet did but, that voice? Or do you think, could she do that voice? Do you know, do you know what? Have I got time? Yeah. Um, I haven't got a clock. Yeah, Josh has taken said it the again. Clock it's a clock. Just say clock. Whatever, mate. Did Derek, I say clock? You got someone on your mind. <laughs> and it's not clock. <laughs> steady on. Down, boy, down. Mate, get a cold shower, um, will you? I'm going to. Can you get me some water? <laughs> um, I went to a little village in Bedfordshire years ago, a place called Clop Hill. Tell St. me all Mary's about Church, it. Tell really. me all about it. Oh, my, my goodness me, Damo. Um, we were just there with, with a group of mates, really. Um, and one of my mates, Joe, at the time, started to act un very, very unusual. Anyway, moving on, right? Got to about 
12 o'clock. We got home, chilled around my mate's house. He started growling. <laughs> He's like talking in French. Um, it, and it was only a tiny, I mean, you know how big I am, Damon. Yeah. He, this guy, Joe, was tiny, tiny. It took three men and a woman to hold him down because he was kicking off big time and he was talking French and he was, his eyes went black. And anyway, we called, we called a couple of mediums out that we woke him up at like four o'clock in the morning because we were just panicking. We didn't have a clue what was going on. And bless them, they came out and, and they, they did what they did. Now, I never forget what one of the mediums said is spirits enter from the neck, from the neck, the back of the neck. And that's one thing that stood out to me when I heard Janet being interviewed, I think for the BBC. Of course. She, she said that, that they, you know, it's, it's all around the back of the neck. She said he speaks and from the back of my neck. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think there is something in that. I really do. do you know I really what? do. I don't know. I haven't got a clue. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. You know. But but we've got we've got eyes and ears, and we've got we've got kind of understanding. And the, the other thing that I think people have on that particular clip there, and you're right, some of them clips. There's more of that, by the way. I I edited a lot out. But the, these some yeah. of the stuff that as well doesn't make sense. One of the, that didn't make sense is that the the book interviewer says. Um, uh, why can't Janet see you? Because obviously he's talking to the third person, to Bill, and he almost yeah. playing along with it to see what Janet or Bill says, if you see what I'm saying. And the response yeah. that they get is, because I'm invisible. And then he says, well, why are you invisible? And Bill says, or Janet, says, because I'm a G-H-O-S-T. Now, it's very mm. strange. It's very strange for a young girl to respond by spelling the word. Why would she spell the word ghost out? That's an unusual thing when you think about it, isn't it? She just, yeah, just said, in... because I'm a ghost. Yeah. Back in the day, yeah. Well, even even today, absolutely. Yeah. And, and also... The I first... don't know. Again, I don't know. Did, did you hear the, the first comments as well when he asked what happened to you, Bill? And um, she says about how... Um, she, he, he, something happened just before, and I can't remember whether it was went dizzy or something. But then uh, he ended up dying in the chair in the corner. In the chair in the corner. And they, yeah. they did look into mm. the history, and that was the case that, that a gentleman called Bill used to live there who did die from a brain hemorrhage in the corner in the chair. So again, there was things that but, she might have known. She might have known. She might have found out information. Um, and I'm yeah, sure we did, could find did, that did out. anybody know? Did anybody know, Bill? You know, obviously, back in the day when when this was reported and it, it came to light, did I, anybody come forward who 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 knew Bill? I know that that, that neighbours told the mm. family that, that a man called Bill used to live there who died of a brain hemorrhage. I know that that's that, that was the alleged tale that came from there. Um, right. But, but I've always what I've always found fascinating, right, is that if let's just say playing devil's advocate like we have to all the time, if we, we, we say that this story is completely fake and that Janice and her sister and that lot set it all up and they were doing it, because they did do some of the stuff and they, admit, they admitted to it. They were caught out yeah, a few times that, doing that's stuff. Right. And they said, yeah, we did do that. And they did it because they said they liked the attention and they didn't want, when it was getting quieter, they didn't want people to leave. So they used to make things yeah. happen as well. But, but 
what what I don't understand is that in this day and age, when you see this little girl as well doing this, I mean, you've got to watch the video to understand how crazy it is. That's deep voice. Yeah. And that's a deep voice. That That's a deep voice oh, for me or, me no. or you to do. Well, this is what I'm saying. If we do it for, you know, I mean, she was doing it for hours, hours on, on, at a time. And yeah. surely, you know, for anybody, that's going to damage your your throat or you're going to have some sort of a, you know, effect on your throat talking like, hello. You know, it I couldn't does, yeah. do that for hard demo. Let's no be honest. Way. Let's be honest. What, what you're just doing there now, I'll tell you now, if you listen to this back, you doing that there as deep as you yeah. can didn't sound as deep as her. No, so she, exactly. She's, this and, is it. And, and she's a really, if you hear Janet speaking normally, she's she's a very, she looks, I know you can high, see, yeah. she looks like she's got, she's a, got a high voice. Yeah, she's got a high voice. She, she, also, she also, you can tell she's got a bit of a wink in her eyes and like kind of she's, you can tell you that she's like enjoying the moment and all. You can see that. You can see that she's like kind yeah, of, cool, but, of course she, she, but can, she yeah. looks shy. She, acts, she speaks very quietly. Um, but it's very unusual as voice comes out of her because you do see her throat moving forward and backwards. You don't necessarily see her mouth moving. She also does does pronounce some of the letters which are, you know, bad for a, a ventriloquist to, to kind of um to get out. So talking doing the P's and the B's like letters like that. Do you mean do you mean, do you mean hard for, for them to Yeah. To, Did I say something speak, wrong? Yeah. No, oh, I thought I said bad. something that sounded like like as it was <laughs> an innuendo. Uh, no, yeah, it's, it's the letters which are hard for them to, to pronounce, hard for them to, sure. to say. Um, she, yeah. She's just shy away from that, you know. So the, the old bottle of beer, you know, the bottle of gear thing, she she was yeah. pronouncing bees quite easily. And, and this is professionals struggle to do that. I've seen people on TV, you've seen them on things like, you know, uh, Britain's Got Talent, and you can still see that they struggle oh. with certain letters and things like that. But yeah. she, she seemed yeah. to speak... Well, well, Bill seemed to speak very fluently through here without a problem. But that, but that is not proof, Damo, is it? It's not proof. But show me someone it's not else. Concrete evidence. But show it's me someone else that's done evidence. It. Well, you you show me someone else that's that's got another case similar to this where they've had a recording of a young boy or girl speaking in that kind of tone, in that way. And I'll tell you that okay, perhaps it's something that you can learn, and somebody else can do it. I've right, never seen okay. anybody Le- else do that. Dear listener, dear listener, help me out here. If yeah. you know of anyone, get in touch. Email us undiscoveredplanet at hotmail dot com. We're on Instagram, Undiscovered Planet Podcast. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd love to help see us that. out. Yeah, because again, we we might be a show that's about the the unusual and the bizarre and the paranormal and just weird things going on in the world, but we also want to get to the kind of the truth of it as well. And we're willing to take on we we're willing to change our opinions on anything. So if you can bring something, oh, absolutely, forward, yeah, yeah, we'd be all over that like a, a, all on it like a car bonnet. Uh, if we, uh, we get, <laughs> I'll, I'll be I'll be all over it like a Ferrero Rocher because I do like Ferrero Rocher. You do like a Ferrero Rocher, don't you? You do. Yes, I do. You do. Yes. Did you get do. them? Did you get them ones that Emma sent you? No. I, I, oh. Are you being serial? <sighs> are you being serial? It's just. You being serious? It's Josh still with you. Josh, come here now. Here, inside in the come in the studio. It was a big box. Yes, I'm giving you permission. Oh, hold on. Okay, okay. Stupid. Are we on with it now?
I feel. I'm I so feel sorry, Damon. I feel bad myself. I really am so sorry. I mean, I've got mine. Mine are here. I just I presumed yours would have got to. <gasps> you. No. Ne- next time we'll address no, them to you no, directly rather than to the studio. How about that? Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. But listen, if he ate them, fair enough. He might have needed them. He might have done. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> Get me someone else, please, Damon. Get me someone else. Can we? Okay. Can we? Yes, we can. Can, can we move swiftly on? So we, we've, we've talked about a lot of interesting things today, haven't we? So the, the, I think that the audio we, we've we had have. today has been phenomenal. Some great stuff today for people to mm. listen to and kind of get into. Um, and obviously um, the little stories we had earlier on, I think it's good that you come at it as well with um, a sceptical view, which is very good, especially the Janet one. You surprised me there with that. You did surprise me with that because I thought... Oh, did I? Okay. Yeah, Yeah, because I, I don't know. I mean, you're saying that... The, the owner of the, of the studio. Um, yeah, yeah. So have you got... They live next door to the house. Yeah, so have you, got, have you got some kind of inside knowledge then? Obviously, you don't have to tell us now. We can use that later on. But do you think that that's going to become more apparent when we, we hear that that interview? Yeah, I do think so. I do think so. Okay. okay. Um, I, I know for a fact the owner of the studio, who is the nephew, I think it's his auntie that, that lived in the house, and his mum lived in the house. Um, whether we can get his mama on, I don't know, but we will do our utmost. And if not, then we'll just, we'll, we'll talk to the, well, you've spoken to Dean, so, so yeah. you, you know the school. Yeah, yeah. He's a good guy. He is a very good, good guy. guy, yeah. Very good guy. Hi, Dean. Hope you're right, mate. Hope you're doing all right. Hello, Dean. Big shout out. <laughs> nice. Right. So what have we got planned for the next week then, my mate? Well, I am going to literally just relax for the next few days. I really do. I've not stopped, Damon. I've not stopped. Ladies and, it, it, you know, I'm just going to put my feet up. I am going to my cousin's 50th birthday party in Derby. So if anybody's in Derby and they see me, come and say hello. Not a problem. Always like to say hello to, to anyone that I bump into. Um, no, no matter what mood I'm in. You know, if I'm in a bad mood. It's because of freaking Josh, all right? Other than Josh, mate, I've never seen you in a bad mood, ever. Oh, bless you. Well, it's only since he's started working with us. Yeah, yeah. Stick with him, though, mate. We have to stick with him. Whose idea? Whose idea? Was it your idea? Nothing to do with me. It's had nothing to do with me. okay. Right. It's had nothing to do with me. And it had nothing to do with me that I got at me. So don't start that, all right? what about you what about you what are you going to be up to um well like i say i've I've got a little bit of time to myself now so we're over the next few weeks i know we've got we've got some other um shows that are already planned um obviously you don't know yet what they're going to be about but um i think i think we're getting on a similar route of what we've had today so i'm going to try and find a bit more audio to set things in and uh and get people more interactive with the show so they can look things up they can listen to stuff they can click on the links they can go on their little journeys and start delving into you know the seed that we've planted they can go and make more from it and and hopefully come back uh, and give us some more information and kind of just give a shout out to everybody again that listens to us. Do, I do thank you so much for listening to us um, and, and keep connecting with us. Keep connecting with your friends. You know, if, if you know people Absolutely. that love this kind of stuff, yeah. and lots of people do, just say to them, listen, hey, listen to these guys. They're talking about weird stuff, the paranormal, UFOs, you name it, everything. Um, give the link to them. 
get them come and have a listen to us and let's spread the word and let's spread the love and, and let's, I, let's find I've out. I've got to say, I do think that the, 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 the most important thing to remember here, dear listener, is there is no rules. There's no, no rules on this show, literally, you know? Absolutely. So I, I just want to echo before I go just what uh, my, my good pal Damo has, has said. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to the Undiscovered Planet podcast. You know, me and Damo, we have a right good time doing this. Well, and unfortunately, Josh does put a dampener on things. <laughs> um, but big shout out to Emma as well. Thank you, Emma. And, and thank you to everyone. Thank you. Yeah, I, I echo that as well. So until next week, my good friend and uh, <laughs> listeners out there, have a wonderful week and we will see you very soon. Laters. Right, Josh, come here. Undiscovered Planet Podcast, hosted by Damo Sims and Nick Stapani. Brought to you by Screaming Head Productions and SBN Media UK. Today's researcher, Emma Bodley, has meticulously delved into the depths of knowledge to bring you this captivating episode. Sponsored by Studio 2 in Northamptonshire and Paralysis Escape Rooms in Stoke-on-Trent.